Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Listen, protect your kids uh, no matter what. Okay, that for most of you in the audience, that doesn't even require saying for the overwhelming majority of the audience. We do have some liberals here who seem to believe kids are tools for their ideological advancement. I'm going to talk about that today. It's important. No matter what, no matter what. What kind of society would we become when kids become tools of a partisan political game? Second, the Hunter Biden scandal is now exploding. Mainstream media outlets, including CBS, The Washington Post, and The New York Times are now reporting on it. The answer to the question why, I'm going to give you these two possible solutions here. They're trying to cover their own arses, if you know what I mean. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. I also want to provide more evidence that we are now living no longer in a constitutional republic, But an oligarchy of have and have nots and the currency is access, access. You have access to power. You're the haves. You don't have access to power. You're the have nots. You're on the outs. Loaded show today. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe, let's go, Daddy-O. It's showtime. <laughs> it sure is, <laughs> So protect your kids no matter what. Folks, throw all this BS out the window. As I said to you yesterday during yesterday's show, the left's detachment from any kind of God or any kind of higher order values uh, eliminates an emergency break on their behavior. I need you to understand that. Why are they so angry? Because the left doesn't believe there's ever going to be a heaven or a second creation. They are angry because they are stuck on what they perceive to be this rock called earth with this suffering around them. And they're angry that they feel they've been condemned. They don't see life as a gift, the far left. They see it as a punishment. They see every single day as suffering and the pain they want to take out on you. That's why they are angry. Conservatives, libertarians, a lot of Democrats too, who aren't liberals, They believe that there has to be something else out there. It's the whole purpose of faith and religion. It puts an emergency break on our behavior because we know we'll be judged if we attack, violently attack or hurt someone else. But second, it gives us a reason to do good down here on earth. The left doesn't have that. It's why they're so freaking angry all the time. And it's why they don't care about hurting and destroying the lives of kids in order to advance their political agenda. They don't care. Whereas you see something is so obviously immoral, using kids for political pawns to advance your transgender uh, ideology, they don't see it that way. Kids are nothing more than tools, nothing different than a hammer or a screwdriver. They are nothing more than tools to accomplish a job, to quell their anger, and to make what they perceive to be an, a, a, a planet full of suffering To have their man create new reality, there's no God, and alleviate that suffering. Their own. It's important you understand this. That is why they are doubling and tripling down as this Disney scandal explodes. Disney attacking Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for passing a sensible bill which doesn't permit the sexual indoctrination of kids in kindergarten. Disney is saying, no, 
We want sexual indoctrination of kids in kindergarten. The company is dominated by angry leftists. Does it make sense? Disney is now saying, we covered a lot of the clips yesterday. You've probably seen them on the news. Disney, a supposedly, ridiculously claiming to be still a family-friendly company. They are the most anti-family company right now in America. Cancel everything associated with Disney. They're now saying that up to 50% of their cast and characters are going to be LGBTQ1A. I don't even know what the new thing is now. So I've been searching around for some interesting takes on this. And Viva Frey, who has a great Locals account, by the way, he's on Rumble as well. Viva Frey has a great take on this. He says, for those of you out there who don't believe in incentives, have you really thought about this? Joe, this was a fascinating take. That if Disney now says that its parts and its characters are going to be reserved for LGBT roles and they can only be performed by people who are LGBT or else you'll be accused of cultural appropriation or something like that. Well, doesn't that incentivize people to in turn make sure they fit into that role? Great, great point by Viva Frey. Here, check this out. Because if you're going to do what this Disney exec is announcing that she's going to do, ensure that 50% of the people, racial, ethnic minorities, I mean, I guess you can see that with your own eyes. You can identify that more easily. But sexual orientation and gender identity, you're going to ask people that? Or they're going to elect that information, knowing that if they elect that information, they're going to get preferential consideration for positions. And then if that's the case, there's going to be an incentive to maybe exaggerate, maybe lie about it so that you can just get considered equally for a position. And then what's next? Do you have to make proof of your sexual orientation or gender identity? Because if you do, and it's a very logical sequence of events to imagine, how do I really know that you're trans? How do I really know that you're gay, homosexual, bi, two-spirit. How do I really know? Show me. Prove it. Because you're getting there. You're getting there by simple deduction as to what is going to happen if people start to do the things that they're announcing that they're doing. And if Disney wants to implement this and go down that path, well, then it starts to look a lot like exactly what DeSantis um, is doing with that bill, which is to prevent grooming of any kind. You're saying, prove to me that you're trans. How do you do that? Prove to me that you're gay, that you're bisexual, that you're too. Prove to me. How do you do that? Brilliant observation. Of course, the left has thought this through. They just don't care. There is no emergency break on their behavior. You are nothing more than a tool for them. Their anger at their own horrible, miserable lives. They've been stuck on this rock with no chance of redemption or entering a second creation or a heaven or anything else. Their anger is taken out on everyone else for why their agenda isn't being passed and whatever they can do to implement them as tools to pass their agenda, regardless of the consequences they will do. Showing you how clueless and silly and dopey these people are. There's an actress, I don't remember, I don't remember where she's from, Raven Simone. I honestly have no idea. I should have looked her up. I think it was from some show in the 90s some, or something. Yeah, I have no idea. Some teen kind of show in the 80s. Yeah, some teeny like bopper yeah. show, whatever it was. So- this was going nuclear yesterday on social media, proving to you again how Viva Frey says something totally sensible. How are you going to be able to prove you're trans to get the role? How? Is there some kind of trans test? What's it going to be? What are you going to have to do? How does that work? Fair questions, correct? 
See, it shows you how conservatives, again, with an emergency break in their behavior, and I don't know if he's conservative or not, but he's sensible. They've thought these things through and said, then what? But here is the liberal left. You liberals all, you you plant your lips on their asses all the time. You kiss their asses because they're in Hollywood and, other, and entertainment. They know nothing about nothing, and they go nuclear for saying dumb things like this. Here's Raven Simone suggesting there should be a don't say straight bill, too, proving to you again that the bill she cites is a don't say gay bill, which doesn't exist. She hasn't read it. There is so much in this. So much. Check it out. More on the other side of this. I'm going to say this, and this is my thing. If there's a don't say gay bill, there should be a don't say straight bill Mm -hmm. because it's not fair. And there are multiple kinds of humans in this world. And you are ruining the psyche, the confidence of so many young children because you are discrediting their parents, the people they love, the people that raise them, the people that teach them the manners when they walk into that schoolroom. So if you're not going to honor their family, your family shouldn't be honored either. So let's just make it even slash equal, maybe. I've never seen two clips so perfectly emblematic of the fight we're in. You have one guy with legal experience who's thought through the ramifications of declaring that 50% of parts or roles or characters are going to go to LGBTQ2 spirit, 2-1-A uh, people, right? He's clearly thought this through and said, okay, and then what? Well, how would we prove that? How would we know? Are you taking people at their word? Then you have a woman who's thought nothing about nothing, who says first that if there's going to be a don't say gay bill, there isn't. There is no bill that says don't say gay. She just parrots a talking point here. She hasn't read the bill. I can almost assure you. She then says that the bill will discredit people's parents. <laughs> I don't even know what she's talking about there. She just totally made that up. I, I, I'm, unlike her, I actually read the bill. It's not long. And it says nothing in the bill that, that mandates teachers to discredit people's parents. She just totally made that up. And then she says, well, if we're going to have a don't say gay bill, which we don't, then there should be a don't say straight bill. Has she even read the bill? Because the bill addresses sexually inappropriate topics being taught to kindergartners. Newsflash, Raven Simone. If it's about straight sexual activity or gay sexual activity, it's prohibited to be taught to kids. Maybe you should have read the bill before you ran your mouth. But this is why you act for a living. You lie to people for a living. And you're either an ignoramus and a dope or a liar. There is no option C. I could have pulled a thousand clips on this, folks. But I saw these two as being so emblematic of where we are. We as, as, as Constitutional Republic supporters and patriots and conservatives and even some Democrats out there who live in the same world. How we are forced to think things through. Okay, we're going to sexually indoctrinate kindergartens. They are not little adults, as I heard someone say on Fox this morning. They're not little adults. They're children. Their brains are not properly wired yet to make mature decisions like adults. They're dominated by lower brain activity until they can develop advanced level connections. We're not dogs. We're what, seven years of human years equates to about a roughly a year in dog years. We're not dogs. We're not chimpanzees. We're human beings. We're not animals. Human beings develop at a far different rate. They're not little adults. 
So teaching a bunch of kids concepts designed and their maturity level to appeal to older adults or for older adults to be understood, a more precise way to say it, to teach the kids as if they're little adults is ridiculous. I mean, Raven Simone basically has the, the intellectual capability of a child anyway, lying to you right there. Folks, this has gotten out of control. We have to, red lines have to be drawn. I, I can't say enough and emphasize enough as I opened up this show. I want to repeat this again. Folks, if we can't protect our kids, then this society, this organized society, we have this collective identity we call the United States of America. Is, is, is absolutely meaningless. You might as well dissolve it right now. Into a series of 50 different states, we can become like the EU. I mean, there is no purpose to a country if the country sacrifices the kids on the altar of political expediency and left-wing narratives. There is no freaking purpose at all if we can't protect our kids. Folks, we've already thrown the rest out the window. Security, sanity, everything at the altar of this, uh, this transgender agenda. This has nothing to do with respecting other people's lives and choices anymore. Nothing. Conservatives have always had a, a you know, a live and let live. I have, you know, I have, as long as you don't violate my civil rights approach. That's not what the left wants anymore. Anymore. What the left wants is you will recognize and salute my lifestyle as well, which we are not going to do. And we will indoctrinate your kids in a captive audience in public schools. Many people have to go to. And if you don't let it ha- let us happen, we are going to we are going to basically destroy your livelihoods, too. Showing you how crazy this has gotten. Here was a national press release. TSA. What was it, March 31st? So that's today. Okay, sorry. No, it was March 1st. or Tomorrow's April Fool's, right? TSA, this is not an April Fool's joke. TSA announces measures to implement gender-neutral screening at its checkpoints. Holy Moses. Now, the fact checkers will be all over this as the damage starts to ripple through, I assure you. Um, the fact checkers have no experience in security. I, I do have a ton of experience in security, whether the fact checkers like it or not. So I'm going to offer you an informed opinion, unlike the moron fact checkers, the Tom Kirchers and Bill McCarthy's of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, eliminating a measure of identity, male or female, as a means to appeal to a liberal agenda will do significant damage to security. Whether you agree with TSA's existence or not, I don't. I think it should be a private They have more of an incentive to keep their airports uh, safe than the government does. This is ridiculous. I want you to read from this press release what they want to do. And I want you to tell me with a straight face how this will make airports more secure. Don't laugh. This is their real. This is how bad it's gotten. They are now willing to risk a security incident and a destruction of your kids' lives to implement this agenda. Quote, TSA. Reducing the number of pat-down screenings, colon. TSA will update its standard operating procedures for transportation security officers to permit less invasive screening procedures for certain passengers who trigger the AIT scanner in a sensitive area. This change will reduce pat-downs for TSOs and the traveling public without compromising security and will be in effect until the new gender-neutral AIT screening technology is deployed later this year. Now, because uh, the morons who wrote this uh, don't care about your security. Can you put that up again, please? I want to show one more story. One more thing I want to show about this. 
Now, I want you to, if you're a terrorist who's reading this and you want to hit a plane, right? And now you're reading that they're going to quote, this is a quote for the fact checkers out there. I'd like you to quote this as well. because You know, I can't stand you. I think you're disgusting, Phil. So I'd like you to quote this. That the TSA security officers are going to permit less invasive screening procedures for certain passengers who trigger the scanner in the sensitive area. Now, Joe, you're not a security professional, correct? You are an audio professional. Uh, yes, I if you're a terrorist reading this um, and you realize that if you put something in a sensitive error area, that they're going to permit less invasive screening procedures. This isn't a trick question, Joe. Right. You think you're going to secrete a bomb in the in the sensitive area or you're going to put it somewhere where they can find it? This is not well, a, not really I'm, a trick I'm thinking the crotch area or a butt. Yeah, bomb. yeah, exactly. You know, right. Joe, something yeah. like and, that. and just to be clear, you are yeah. not a trained security no, professional, correct, no, Joe? No. OK, thank you. Yeah. But Joe's a very smart guy. Gee, would you do that? Would you put it in the uh, sensitive area? Gee, yeah, Guy says, yeah, yeah I guess. Guy's like, I don't know. I, I, I haven't really thought about it in the past. But yes, yes, this is how. But again, the TSA and the fact checkers will go, there's out of context. There is no evidence. And then later on, when something like this happens, of course, they'll say, um, yeah, we're revising our thing to missing context again. These buffoons, this is what they're doing. They are sacrificing your kids and your security on the altar of political expediency to move along their victim ideology, this time engrossing LGBTQA2+. Folks, this is a red line. Allowing them to sexualize kids and sacrifice our country's national security is really the, it's the end. And I, I just want to propose a solution before I move on to this Hunter Biden scandal that's exploded now. For a reason, by the way. It's not because the media is being benevolent, but. Folks, there's no turning back here. If you're planning on running for office or voting for someone in 2022 and you don't get answers on these questions, revoking these TSA, ridiculous uh, edicts, fighting against the sexualization of children, they can't answer these questions. They can't get your vote. I'm very sorry. The culture war right now is everything. I had Matt Walsh on my radio show yesterday. If you missed the interview, it was amazing. It'll be on the weekend wrap-up. We have a, on the podcast channel, we do a weekend wrap-up. We'll have my Trump interview, Matt Walsh, uh, and some others. We talked about exactly this. We have forfeited the culture war conservatives for a long time. We're all about tax cuts. Listen, I'm all about tax cuts, okay? I'm all about controlling government spending. But I'm telling you right now, that stuff doesn't mean jack hit with an S in front of it if you're not willing to fight this culture war. If we're not a country that can respect life and respect our kids and the dignity of childhood and human life at all, we're not a country at all. We're a hellhole. And that's a fact. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay, moving on. That was the most important story of the day, folks. 
We lose our culture. We've lost everything. The Hunter Biden scandal is exploding, but I want to explain to you why. Telling you it's exploding is irrelevant. It's exploding. Exploding. Bombshell. Why? 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 Well, what do I mean by exploding first? I owe it. Uh, I owe you a description. Well, it has exploded now into the mainstream media. We knew about the Hunter Biden scandal a year and a half ago. The dimwits on the other side had no idea. So here's CBS News yesterday. They have a pretty good reporter, Catherine Herridge. She used to be at Fox. She was on yesterday, and she was on CBS News, which broadcast this. Uh, it actually is a very long segment. I had to cut it. Joe cut it like that to a minute. But here's CBS News, of all people, now finally, belatedly, forced to acknowledge that, hey, this Hunter Biden story, this don't look too good. I'll explain why in a minute. Check this out. Multiple sources tell CBS News that the federal investigation into Hunter Biden's business practices is broader than previously known. The probe is exploring whether the younger Biden and his associates violated tax, money laundering and foreign lobbying laws. Business records reviewed by CBS News and documents released by Republicans in Congress indicate multiple financial transactions involving Hunter Biden his firm, and a Chinese energy company called CEFC. Republicans allege that the company is an arm of the Chinese government. In 2017, the year after Joe Biden left the vice presidency, a $1 million retainer was signed with the Chinese energy company for Hunter Biden's services as a lawyer. His client, a CEFC official, Patrick Ho, was later convicted of international bribery and money laundering charges for unrelated work in Africa. This week on the Senate floor, Republican Chuck Grassley presented financial records that he said showed six-figure payments from the Chinese energy company to Hunter Biden's firm. So just to be clear, to sum that up, a by multiple media reports, CEFC, a Chinese Communist Party-linked firm, has paid Hunter Biden six-figure sums of money. Um. That's kind of like the Reader's Digest version of it, right? That sounds like kind of a scandal. Chinese Communist Party connected firm paying the son of the former vice president, now president, um, a boatload of money. Gosh, that sounds like a big deal. So why is CBS News and the Washington Post, as you can see here, this broke yesterday, March 30th, 2022. Washington Post, inside Hunter Biden's multi-million dollar deals with a Chinese energy company. You're talking about the same company, CEFC. Why are they doing this now? Well, before you get your hopes up, because I, I, as I said before, forgive me here. I don't mean to get off track, but you know, if you're a regular listener to the show, nothing bothers me more than when I see on blogs and elsewhere, I read them because I enjoy your feedback, good and bad. When people say, oh, Dan Bongino told us the walls are caving it. No, no, I'm not telling you that at all. We, we have to be crystal clear on this. So why is this happening? Because I'm hearing a lot of this in the media. Oh, they're reporting on it, even from left-wing media, because Hunter Biden could get indicted. He could. That's a distinct possibility. But I want to be clear, folks. There's also a very distinct possibility he won't be indicted at all, and that this is all an act and a show. And I need you to keep that in your head. I, I hate to give you 50-50s because that's a waste of your time, but I'm, I'm just telling you to be prepared. There are some people out there who are certain Hunter Biden's going to be indicted. I don't have that kind of faith. I'm saying it's a 50-50 shot. So, Dan, why is the media, the Washington Post, CBS, and the New York Times now covering the Hunter Biden story? Think it through. It'll all make sense. Let's say the DOJ's investigation into Hunter Biden with Catherine, Catherine Herridge has good sources. 
I believe that part is 100% accurate, that they are investigating this. Say it doesn't result in an indictment. What does the Washington Post, New York Times, and CBS get to say? You see, Joe, we reported on this thing, and it was a nothing burger, just like we told you. Hunter had a drug problem, did some dumb stuff, no connection to the vice president, now president. We told you we did our jobs. Retconning into rug, sweeping under the rug the fact that they ignored the story before the election to purposely interfere in the 2020 election. That's if he's not indicted. Again, I'm, I'm, I rate the chances no better than 50-50. Let's say Hunter Biden then is indicted. Then they can move on to narrative two. You see, we did our reporting on this, and our reporting indicates there's a loose connection at best to President Joe Biden. Hunter's got real trouble, and we can start to massage this thing now. Either way, they think they win. Both of those scenarios, however, disregard the fact that they knew this story was real right before the election, and they quietly, tacitly conspired with big tech fact checkers and others to make this thing go away. I'm going to play a clip at the end of the show today, a hot clip from Grabian about all the media efforts to conspire in the biggest political scandal of our time to hide this enormous scandal, the vice president, now president's family being bought off by the Chinese Communist Party. Do you see how this works either way? Don't think for a second this has anything to do with journalistic integrity or a guarantee that Hunter Biden's going to jail. They're preparing for either scenario. Again, not indicted. Look, we covered it. Nothing burger, just like we said. He gets indicted. Ah, you know, Hunter, crack problem at all. Very loose connections to the president. Either way, they win. Folks, it's now fairly obvious that this case was substantive from the start and has been ignored. The National Pulse hits it again. Just an amazing, amazing series of work by the great Natalie Winters and Raheem Kassam's site over there. Uh, one of the few sites doing actual journalism anymore. Highly recommended. Featured at BonginoReport.com today because they deserve it. Another exclusive. National Pulse. Email reveals Hunter Biden's Chinese Communist Party business partner sought a meeting with H and the family. Now, I need to read this to you. It's about, it's three very short paragraphs, but I want you to see every bit of this. Again, it's about CEFC. Memorize it, tattoo it on your brain. That is the Chinese Communist Party allegedly linked company, energy company, which was paying off Hunter Biden. Quote, Natalie Winters, National Pulse. You can read this in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter at Bongino Report. Quote, CEFC which boasts extensive ties to the People's Liberation Army of China, is the same entity referenced in a New York Post expose highlighting how Hunter leveraged his father's name to ink deals with the Chinese government-linked entity. The article also outlines how Joe Biden, or the big guy, may have benefited financially from the deal. Whoa, really? Listen to this email thread. In the email thread they've obtained, Natalie Winters there, H appears to be a reference to Hunter Biden. Zhao, who wrote the email, writes, quote, the director would like to extend the following message to H before insisting Yi, the chairman of the company, would be more than happy to meet H and the family. Here, here is the exact wording of the email. Chairman Yi is more than happy to meet H and the family in New York City on the 5th or 6th of May. 
But the schedule is quite tight right now for the moment, and they cannot decide on the time of the meeting. This is unbelievable. I mean, I've never in my life as a former federal agent police officer seen a case with more extensive evidence, with a more detailed, uh, uh, extensive detailed evidence trail and footprint leading to potential criminality, influence peddling, potential tax evasion and fire violations. And yet we're still, we're st- they're still screwing around. The FBI is claiming they don't know where the laptop are, is. Now, there's a way to nail this down right now. Tony Bobolinsky, who was a business partner to this deal of Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, and apparently Joe Biden as well, as well as also has already done extensive interviewing with Tucker Carlson and others about the Chinese Communist Party's alleged payoffs to Hunter Biden. He's already done them. Why is nobody talking to Tony Bobolinsky right now? Why? Why aren't mainstream media outlets confirming the information with Bobolinsky? I'm going to play for you. Remember CEFC, that's the company. Bobolinsky's damning interview, two parts of it. I'll make it quick. Bobolinsky, where he nails them to the wall on this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is from a year and a half ago. I'll play that for you in a second, showing you how the media, see no evil, hear no evil, man, is the biggest cover-up in modern American history. Getting back to the show. So just establishing where we were for a moment. CBS, the Washington Post, and New York Times now belatedly acknowledging that Hunter Biden may have taken significant payoffs from the Chinese Communist Party and Joe Biden likely was cut in on these deals. Why do I say likely was cut in on these deals? Because the business partner of the deal already said it. Already said it. Now, the Times, the Washington Post, and CBS have been hesitant to go here because they know what I said to you yesterday during the show, which is what? This is not a Hunter Biden scandal. It's not. Hunter Biden is a small piece. This is a Joe Biden scandal. The Chinese Communist Party was buying off Joe Biden. Don't listen to me. Listen to a business partner to the deal. Here's cut one, Tony Bobolinsky. CFC uh, never viewed me. I'm insignificant and irrelevant in this discussion. To them, it was always the Biden family. It wasn't Hunter Biden. It wasn't Jim Biden. It was the Biden family who's obviously led and um, and operated by Joe Biden. And in a document that you guys have and uh, I think has been provided to, you know, to the world, the Chinese referenced that because of their trust in uh, the Biden family, that Chairman Yi and Director Zhang are uh, excited about moving forward in this. And in that document, they referenced loaning five million dollars to the BD family. Right. The BD family is the Biden family. And notice they didn't say we're loaning that money to Oneida Holdings or we're loaning that money to Tony Bobolinsky or we're loaning that money to James Gillier or Rob Walker. They, once again, not a document generated by me, a document generated by CFC, that they're loaning that money to the Biden family. Again, do you really need to be a trained law enforcement professional with experience and probable cause documents and search warrants to understand that a business partner to the deal, Tony Bobolinsky, confirmed by an email trail I just read to you from this CFC guy saying he wants to meet, quote, H and the family. What else do you need to show you that this is a scandal about Joe Biden? What part of the family do you think they were interested in? Hunter Biden's kids? They were interested in buying off the former vice president, now president of the United States. They probably had a feeling he was going to run again. Now they own him. 
Here's part two of that. Bobolinsky could not be clear. An unimpeachable witness cannot be clear. A business partner to the deal that they were buying off the Biden family led by Joe Biden. Why isn't the media talking to this guy? Here's part two. What are the implications of this going forward? If Joe Biden is elected president, which could very well happen. How does this constrain his ability to deal with China? Are you asking for my personal opinion? I am. I'm asking for your opinion as someone who's worked with the Chinese. So I think Joe Biden and the Biden family are compromised. Um, Obviously, I've referenced that I held a Q clearance. You're briefed on compromise and, you know, who you're able to talk with and deal and do business with. And uh, I just don't see, given the history here and the facts, how Joe can't be um, uh, influenced in in some manner based on the history that they have where here with CFC and stuff like that. So as a citizen and an American taxpayer, I'm very, very concerned. This is this is this is beyond astonishing. A business partner to the deal who has experience in national security matters as a former member of the military is telling Tucker Carlson before the election. This happened before the 2020 election. That a major candidate for office, Joe Biden, is compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. And these goon loser zeros in mainstream media collude. These malicious, malfeasant, garbage, I mean, garbage people collude to make the story go away. So we now have a president bought and sold by the Chinese Communist Party. It's only the biggest scandal of our time. Really, folks, I think Spygate, the collusion hoax, are taking a backseat to this. It's only the biggest media scandal of our time, and it's another lesson to ignore these media people at all costs. Fact checkers tell you something's false, plow right ahead. Media tells you something false, you know it to be true, plow right ahead. I mean, obviously, if the thing turns out to be false, you get the point. that We knew this story to be true. Plow right through them. Post it everywhere. Tell everyone. Print copies if you have to and drop leaflets from a freaking helicopter. But bypass these Soviet communist losers by any means necessary. You can do it. Get that information out there. Print it, spread it, blog posts, anything. We are dealing with a coordinated morass of idiots that'll do anything to destroy this country, including making sure someone gets elected who's bought and sold by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, in case you had any doubts, by the way, about the money trail between CEFC, this allegedly Communist Party-linked Chinese company, and Hunter Biden, here is Ron Johnson, great senator from Wisconsin, on the Senate floor, providing, watch this on Rumble, providing the actual receipt from the verified money transfer from the Chinese Communist Party-linked company to Hunter Biden. Where's the media on this? It's right in front of you. Check this out. The first chart here shows a bank record showing a $1 million wire transfer into the account of Hudson West 3 from CEFC Limited on November 2nd, 2017. The Senator Grassley and I have already established CEFC is effectively an arm of the communist Chinese regime. It's also important to note that at the time of this transfer in November 2017, Hunter Biden was already invested in 
and providing management for Hudson West 3. So a company that was effectively an arm of the Chinese government transferred $1 million in November 2017 to a company that Hunter Biden is managing and is invested in. You know, media folks and journalists, you could talk to the bank and verify all that, you know. If they're allowed to give any of that information out, you could develop a whistleblower if you'd like to. The receipts are right in front of you. Biggest scandal of our time, folks. All right, moving on. You know, this weekend on my show, Unfiltered, I really appreciate it if you tune in. It means a lot to me. It's Saturday night, 9 p.m. Set your DVR if you can't watch it live. I'm going to do a monologue. I always say it's an important one, but this is a really important one. How we're living in a society of have and have nots right now. We no longer live in a functioning constitutional republic. It pains me to tell you that. It gives me no joy in telling you that, but we don't. Um, We live only right now in an oligarchy where the coin of the realm is access. If you have access to power, whether you have money or not, if you have access to power, you are the haves because you can make sure you'll have money later. But the have-nots are the rest of us, the working class, well, they call us deplorables, the smellies, the smelly Walmart people, as the FBI referred to us in in the infamous Spygate texts. And the proof of this develops every single day, that this is now an oligarchy. Folks, there's a really shocking uh, piece that came out yesterday at Fox News that Republicans have uncovered now. You can check this out. Uh, The CDC, which is supposed to be the Centers for Disease Control, a science-guided outlet preventing the country from uh, uh, falling into another mass pandemic or anything like that. Apparently, their guidance for opening schools, which was supposed to be based on science, uh, was guided in an unusual manner by the teachers' unions. They're claiming in this new report that the agency, the CDC, coordinated with teachers' unions at an extraordinary level in crafting school reopening guidelines, despite the agency's earlier claims that such coordination was routine and non-political. Now, folks, what the teachers' unions would know about the science of a coronavirus opening and reopening schools is beyond me. They may know about teaching, they may know about organization, uh, but the science of the CDC should have spoke for itself. Um, of course, it didn't. Showing you again that you are one of the haves if you have access to power, like moneyed influence unions and the teachers unions do on the Democrat side. You give enough money to politicians, all of a sudden you have, we're in an oligarchy. You have access to power and can keep kids out of school and stay home from work. Just like that. Steve Scalise talked about this yesterday with a Fox News reporter. He's a Republican talking about how apparently a whistleblower has indicated that the CDC isn't telling the whole truth about this thing. They're pretending this is routine. But if that's routine and the teachers unions have their input, where are the parents? Is there an organized parents influence that gets to email the CDC and have their side of the story? Weird how we haven't heard about that story yet, right? Because it never happened. Here, check this out. We actually had testimony that from someone in CDC that contradicts what uh, what Dr. Walensky is saying. Uh, it, it's it's really, if you think about it, to give VIP access to the union bosses to go and manipulate the science to ultimately leave millions of kids shut out of schools just because that's what the union bosses wanted, even though the science was getting ready to say something different. Uh, I think that's alarming. It's shocking. And it's something this administration is going to have to answer for. What's the key line in that? What's the key line of that? VIP access. And notice who the VIPs were. Organized, moneyed union interests paying off 
Democrat politicians gaining high-level access to the CDC to change the science to make sure your kids suffer. Sounds like the beginning of the show, right? How these angry, bitter leftists, angry at their existence in a world of suffering with no chance for redemption in the afterlife, feel the need to take their anger out on kids, regardless of the consequences. Kind of sounds like the same story, right? Yeah. We opened up the show with weird, right? How this anger narrative keeps coming up, angry at their pathetic, sorry existence. And their anger, they take it out on us to censor us. Remember I was uh, a censored from YouTube? Remember why we were kicked off YouTube? We were kicked off YouTube for saying a couple of things. One of the things we said was that the vaccine no longer uh, can prevent the transmission of coronavirus. We were suspended from YouTube for misinformation for that. One thing we also said is that natural immunity, we don't know how long it'll be effective, but appears to be, at least in the short term, relatively effective at preventing hospitalization or death, natural immunity from prior infection. We were kicked off YouTube for saying that, but because we're the have-nots, in the oligarchy, oh, Dan, you know, you show successful, you may have money. It's nothing to do with it. I said to you in the beginning of the same, it's nothing to do with money. It has everything to do with access. Because we don't have access to power because we're truth tellers, the power base is on the left. We're the have nots. So I was banned from YouTube for saying exactly what I'm going to play for you right now. Why is Rochelle Walensky not banned from YouTube for saying this a year ago that has now turned out to be factually laughable. Check this out. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real world data. There you go. What did I tell you? Sounds like something I said on my show, right? Sounds like exactly like something I said on my show where I was banned from YouTube for saying it. The vaccine does not prevent the transmission of coronavirus. Rochelle Walensky was clearly promoting actual misinformation. And why hasn't she been banned? Something I also said is that natural immunity appears to be effective, at least in the short and apparently medium term against hospitalization and death if you had a prior infection. I was banned from YouTube because we're the have-nots. Here's Rochelle Walensky uh, yesterday saying the exact same thing. Check this out. In this country, because of vaccines, because of boosters, and because of protection from prior disease, infection-induced immunity, that about 95% of people in this country have some level of protection against um, SARS-CoV-2. Now, we don't know how durable, we don't know how long-lasting, but we know that most people in this country have some level of protection. It's, it's just insane. He's like, didn't you say that? Ex I mean, almost verbatim, that exact same thing. It exists, natural immunity. It's a science. Go back and listen to the shows, media people. Listen to the damn shows. What did we say, Joe? Natural immunity is real. Yes. It's an epidemiological fact. Yes. We're not sure how long it lasts because the virus is only a couple of years old as far as we know. Right. But in the short, medium term, it appears pretty effective against hospitalization and death. We said the exact thing. Yes, sir. Yet Rochelle Walensky, who just got caught lying a year ago about the vaccine and got caught now telling the truth about natural immunity, notice she wasn't banned for implying the opposite. We live in an oligarchy. I'll talk about it more on my show Saturday night, providing more concrete examples that we're in a society of have and have nots and you're the have nots. And trust me when I tell you, it has nothing to do with money. Nothing.
man, it makes me feel like a spectator instead of a citizen. You know what I mean? You know, we're, 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 it, you know what it makes us it makes me feel like Joe a petri dish of ex- scientific oh, experimentation. Like they rub too. stuff on us to see what grows. It really yeah. is. I couldn't agree with you more. Like we're not partaking in an honest constitutional right. republic yes, anymore. Sir. We're nothing more than lab rats. They're poking us with in their giant censorship socialism experiment. Well, sooner or later, you know, the lab rats smarten up. It's ridiculous. All right, let me get to this, and I'm going to get to. Uh, gosh, I got a loaded show. I didn't really. <laughs> Sometimes I pack it so deep. I'm afraid I'm not. Gonna, now I got so much stuff. All right, Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep is a sleep quiz. It takes just two minutes to complete. Matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. With Helix, you're getting a mattress you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. Soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattresses that are great for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains. And the Helix Plus Size Mattress for Plus Size Sleepers. Helix even has a mattress with specialized cooling technology. I sleep hot, so it's great. After taking the two-minute quiz, I got paired up with the Midnight Lux. I love it. It's a lot of support for my shoulders. I like something a little firm. Helix is terrific, but don't just take my word for it. They were awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2021 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix has been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep, uh, doctors of sleep medicine. It is a go-to solution for improving sleep. Go to Helix, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan, helixsleep.com slash Dan, and take their two-minute sleep quiz and get matched to your customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. Plus, they have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. A great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go today to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Helix, H-E-L-I-X. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. Check it out. Thanks, Helix. It's a great mattress. We appreciate uh, you sponsoring the show. Okay. Just quickly here, the uh, biggest, did you, I don't know if you guys know this. This is a very, very important story. Not a joke. I'm not being sarcastic here. You have just become and fallen victim to the biggest tax hike in modern history. You did you like something passed? I didn't see the signing ceremony. Surely there would have been an announcement. No, they're, they're, they're quietly hiding the announcement. Uh, we cover the announcement up on Gino.com, an article by Matt Palumbo you should read. U.S. households face a $5,200 inflation tax this year. Yeah, it may not be a formal tax in the traditional sense that the rates went up and took more money out of your check, but make no mistake, the swampy Republican and liberal Democrat policies of spending and printing money we don't have, where the Federal Reserve prints money to give to the government, has caused an inflation crisis, which is taking $5,200 a year out of your pocket in value. You don't think that's real? Ladies and gentlemen, I would have rather a uh, 1% tax hike than a $5,200 money loss every year, wouldn't you? It depends on what your income level is, but if you're a uh, lower income or low middle income, I'd rather hit a, a half a point or a point increase in my tax rate than lose uh, $5,200 a year. You're making fifty grand. that's 10% of your income gone out the door, isn't it? Why is this happening? Well, the Federal Reserve gets to print a bunch of money and give it to the government. The Federal Reserve has caused more problems, um, uh, more global problems in financial markets than they were designed to solve. Here was an appearance by the great Thomas Sowell years ago on the Fed, but this is worth your time. The Federal Reserve has been captured too. The Federal Reserve was always meant to be an independent organization to keep the value of our money stable. They can't do it, folks. They have destroyed it. Here, check this out. (laughs) 
Oh, I, I try not to think about the Federal Reserve, but, but oh my gosh, when you think what the Federal Reserve was set up to do to uh, reduce uh, economic downturns, uh, prevent inflation, uh, keep banks from failing, all of those things reach record high after the Federal Reserve was created. They were never as bad before the Federal Reserve was created. And I think if anyone wanted to seriously justify the existence of the Federal Reserve uh, with, with facts and logic, they would have a very big uh, problem ahead of them. Federal Reserve, there to prevent uh, the loss of the value of our money and bank failures. Both have gotten worse since the founding of the Federal Reserve. The beatings will continue, folks, until morale improves. Do you notice every government solution only causes a problem? And the solution to the problem the government causes another government solution, which will make the problem worse. And they'll wash, rinse and repeat the entire cycle. All right. I said, I get to this. I want to kind of sandwich this in the show. This is yet another reminder of the extensive media campaign to make the Hunter Biden story go away. It's about a minute clip, a super cut right before the election. This story though, is more evidence that the media are full-time activists now and become a clear and present danger to truth in this country. I'll show you another article coming up next after this clip. Again, absolute, hardcore, conclusive receipts that you should ignore these people at all costs and seek reputable sources of information, and they ain't it. Listen to how they cite fact checkers, too, to interfere in and corrupt the 2020 election by suppressing the Hunter Biden story. Check this out. There's no evidence that Hunter Biden has done anything wrong. There is no evidence of any wrongdoing between uh, uh, by Biden, by Joe Biden or by Hunter Biden. There's no evidence that Joe Biden actually did anything wrong or did anything to sway things in Hunter Biden's favor. He's denied that his son ever lobbied him for anything. Uh, there is nothing Hunter. There is nothing wrong that Vice President Biden did. President Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving on a company board in Ukraine. I want to point out there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. There is no evidence that anybody did anything illegal uh, regarding the Bidens uh, and, and Ukraine. And, and Joe Biden was carrying out U.S. policy. President Trump wanted dirt on Joe and Hunter Biden. Trump's claims about wrongdoing here are unsubstantiated. We have looked lots of out outlets have looked. Hunter Biden did nothing wrong. Vice President Biden uh, did nothing wrong. And every single media outlet has said that there are no, there's no there there to these allegations, lies and smears. PolitiFact found no evidence to support the idea that Joe Biden advocated with his son's interests in mind. Ignore these people at all costs, folks, at all costs. Here, you want more proof here? Look at this Fox News article, MSNBC, CNN, Washington Post and more. What are they worried about, folks? They're worried about Biden's poll numbers. They fret that he's not getting enough credit. What, for destroying the border? Destroying the value of our money? Walking us into potential World War III with the Russians by continuing to open his mouth and not being able to control himself? Notice the media's worry. They interfered in the 2020 election. That's not in doubt. The media tw rigged the 2020 election for Joe Biden. There's, that's not in doubt. That's not a question anymore. Carafano, James Carafano, a guy I really like, summed it up in a tweet today the disrespect that uh, you should have for the media. He says, here's the story so far. The Russian collusion thing, false. The quid pro quo story that led to the impeachment, false. The insurrection on January 6th, false. Dirty tricks dossier, however, true. BLM corrupt self-serving agenda, true. Hunter laptop, true. Anti-Trump media has a perfect record of always being wrong.
As I say to you often, they have a 100% success record of failure. Ignore these people at all costs. All right, some final lightning round type stories here. And by the way, for tomorrow's show, please submit questions. I will uh, put a post on my locals account. Questions for tomorrow's podcast. You can also submit them. I'll do something on True Social too. So you can check that out. Just uh, summing up to some stories, we have to tie up some loose ends. Remember that medical student from uh, North Carolina we told you about yesterday who alleged that she jabbed the patient twice because they laughed at her pronouns up in? Daily Mail has some uh, follow-up on it. Woke North Carolina medical student who is a trans rights activist brags about deliberately injuring patient who mocked her pronoun badge by missing his veins so she had to get jabbed twice. Um, Apparently, she deleted all her social media accounts. You can read that story and follow up on it here. Uh, Here's another hilarious story from social media. Here's that dunce governor of California. For our audience out there in California, I'm really sorry you're stuck with this buffoon. Uh, He put out a Twitter post about banned books and, you know, trying to imply here that conservatives are banning books. I want you to note the book that circled there. It's from, I think, Lindsay, James Lindsay's uh, Twitter account. Uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, ladies and gentlemen, was uh, the attempts to ban it were made by leftists. Here's a Newsweek article. To Kill a Mockingbird, other books banned from California schools over racism concerns. The leftists did that. Gavin Newsom, of course, is too stupid to realize that. That's why he's the governor of California. Just an idiot. Liberals will always elect the biggest dunce out there. Last story, you'll see this in the newsletter too. Disney doubling down on stupid, opened up the show with them, end the show with them. Now they won't even say if they're keeping princes and princesses as boys and girls get chopped. Houston King, Fox Business. Never seen a company flush their reputation down the toilet bowl. So actually I have Harry's Razors. Harry's Razors, yes, definitely Harry's Razors. But Disney's a close second. All right, folks, loaded show today, a lot of material. Don't forget to submit your questions on my Locals account. Download the Locals app. You can follow me there and just submit a, uh, a question for tomorrow's show. We really appreciate it. We will see you all on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.